This is the Funk Show with Teddy Culler. and Haku of Hollow. today 10 shows doesn't sound a lot but the show was just a concept last year I want to thank all of you for staying with me for this big episode today joining me is Cody Valdez out of San Antonio Texas as always keep it locked
Legend, Freddy Confetti. Pretty sure he's out of Denmark. Got a few unreleased bits from my man. Let's go. playing a bit of rhythm have a guess at who this is before they were a funk artist DJ Young Vamp used to make rhythm under the name Marts. Still goes hard. Brand new Dre to Ski Mask featuring Blue Bear.
move of it. Big ups the New Zealand gang. Crimson Crew album, Volume 3. picking back up. I mean, we all love the darker, sinister stuff, but you need a track to make you fucking smile once in a while, innit? Confetti! 
Freddy Confetti track. Doubled up with this right here. Brand new track from Zeus. It's After Dark. Off of volume one tape, Freddy Confetti, CJ Tint.
the only two left live tape. It's like a work of art, legendary. It's sad to think that we won't be getting a volume two after Smokey's retirement. Honestly, if Sudier goes, show's done. No, I'm joking.
Jane and DDC with Devil the Chef. It's all I want is you. breakdowns I actually want to give a shout out to DJ Complexion Selection and the Future Beat Show play a big part in inspiration for this Race of tempo, 180 BPM.
guy's crazy with the keys. I'll run up his Instagram. It's got some videos of him on like machine. It's a beast with the pads. CEO. This is Himbeat's cousin. I'm assuming that um, Immune produced this one. It's purple stains. You've got to check out that video as well. Lias, you're a beast, man. <laughs> things down again. A Matsu Mikabushi. This is the funk show with Teddy Color. Stop that. Bring it back. This shit is hard. Yeah, I'm making trap decisions. Trapped out in my trash pad. I can show you how I'm living. Yeah, I'm making trap decisions. 
Big ups Vasco for sending me this one. Crazy, my cousin's like boogie. Always dropping heat in my emails. Been here for 10, but I feel like a If you send me beats and I don't play them, it's not because I don't like them. It's because it's hard to sometimes fit them in the mix. But don't ever think that it's not because I'm don't. I'm not fucking with it. I invest a lot of time into making the playlist flow. Don't worry, your time will come. Met all these they sweeter than Sadie. When I started out, I just took what they gave me.
one's Aston with Demands. I asked him for a copy of this a long time ago, but I don't think he's active no more. demonstrates deleted his SoundCloud. Anyone know what's going on with that? from my guy DJ Denver and Lil Rocketman.
Tracks ain't analyzed properly. Limited check, double check this shit. Softwares can be whacked sometimes. Ski Mass Tape, Volume 7. Gonna close my mix out with Young Vamp and DJ Smokey. The end of an era. History only remembers those who are worthy of being remembered. That's because history respects the hustle. The real badasses create the history that's worth being remembered. When they make their place in the history books and finally move on, you can bet your ass they'll probably make history for that too. You're tuned in to Positive Squad Records, DJ Smokey, featuring DJ Young Bam, the end of an era.
Yo, what's up, man? Yo, what's good, man? How are you doing? Good, bro. You? Yeah, I'm sweet, man. Oh, I was literally just listening to uh, Purpose of Life then. Oh, really? Thanks, bro. <laughs> amazing, man. Right, you're out in, um, is it is it San Antonio? Yeah, San Antonio, Texas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, man. What's it, what's it like living out in Texas? It's pretty cool, man. Uh, it's a big city. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a pretty like staple location for funk. I feel like it's a lot of uh, a yeah, lot of influence from that. There sort is of area. a lot of influence down here. Yeah, especially in San Antonio. I mean, it all started like back when Suicide Boys and you know like uh, Team Session Bones and all of them started blowing up. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of like basement shows down here and stuff before they got like huge. That's amazing, you know, man. There's a lot of like people that listen to underground music over here, which is cool, man. Yeah, would you say it plays plays like a big part in your your production? Oh yeah, definitely. Because like growing up, like in high school, man, I used to listen to a lot of underground music. Just cause, like a lot of people I went to school with put me on, and so like um, that's how I started. That's how I discovered DJ Smokey and Mister mm. Cisco and stuff. So then I started getting into the production of underground music. And I was like, dang, I want to make this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So if you like say to local people like that you listen to funk like it's quite recognized there um by people closer to my age so like younger people um yeah but not everybody but a lot of people do especially there's like car guys here that know about it but they don't really know about the real funk you know what i mean oh, okay oh what well, not like uh the drift funk. you got like the low rider sort of scene haven't you yeah we do i'm just like rims With... and all that i oh, like <laughs> I could probably like count on my hands how many people like if I could walk up to and say, "Ah, oh, do you listen to funk?" It's literally it's so it's so unknown here at the minute. You're like, oh, funk. You're yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping as well people don't start recognizing it for this um, you know, that crazy fucking drift funk shit that's going on right now. Yeah. I was gonna ask, yeah, how many have you got? Many like live events. I remember I remember speaking to you uh, last year on message, and you said that it was like. Uh, I think it was like a small, always proper event going on, like a little festival sort of thing. Yeah, so um, when we opened up the shop, I think it was 2020. Mm. Yeah, 2020. We did have like a grand opening day. It was like actually for two days. One was like a car show and a barbecue, which I wasn't be able, able to make one of them. And then there's another one where we had, uh, it was at a bar in Austin, which I hadn't, I forgot the name of the bar because I don't really go to Austin that often. Hmm. But yeah, we had a whole show. Um, it was like me, Trippy Main, Kill Figure, Immune, and then um, Ulji when he was in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah I see uh, Trippy Main's doing, he seems to be doing loads of shows at the minute. Yeah, yeah, I heard he's like, he told me he's like Black Smurf's bodyguard now or something like that. I was, was like, that's pretty cool. That's man. Crazy. Yeah. He's doing his own thing, which is cool. He left the crew, but he's he's still doing his own thing, which is cool. Oh, is he not? He's not part of um, Always Proper no more. Nah, he left. I think two years ago. Oh, okay. Like, a year and a half ago, but he's doing pretty good. I'm happy for him. So, like, how did you how did you become a part of Always Proper? Um, well, I met him beats on SoundCloud like 2018. Yeah, because he was um, San Antonio too, right? Yeah, he was from like, he was about 45 minutes from me. He was from the other side of town. But like, I remember I hit him up. I was like, hey, dude, this is when like Funk first started getting like an actual community. Yeah. So I was yeah. just like, hey, bro, like, I like your beats. I'm also in the same city. 
you know, check me out when you get a chance. And I was, I was still starting out. My stuff wasn't very good. And he was just like, dude, this is awesome. Like, let me, let me teach you some, let me give you some pointers. And so like yeah. we linked up a few days later and we only got to hang out three or four times in person uh, before he passed away. But oh, he showed me a shame, man. yeah, he showed me a lot of stuff. And then um, after he passed away is when I met Trippy Main. He ended up, he lived like two or three streets over from me. Oh, damn. We were linking up and we both joined uh, AP at the same time. I mean, uh, I guess he did, he found our Instagram accounts and he just messaged us both and was like, yo, I want, I want both y'all on. And... Is that Immune? Yeah, Immune. Mm -hmm. So have you, have you linked up with Immune a few times? Yeah, I have uh, an Austin. Uh, when the shop opened and then I'll go in there, I'll go in, uh, to Austin every now and then and we'll link up, chill. That's we'll amazing, man. There's like very few producers out here at the minute. Um, our main one's Blue Bear. Um, mm. Oh yeah, I heard of Couple mm. popping up in London, but like I say, it's still so, so like scarce so, out oh. here. Yeah, it's growing slowly, but surely. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, cause I know it didn't, um, Always proper played like Coachella one time, didn't they? Or something? They all had like a small stage. It was, uh, South by Southwest. Oh, okay. South by Southwest, and it was yeah, it was like I wasn't in the crew yet, but I think uh, it was like mostly a, the lo-fi lineup that they had before. Okay, so yeah, what's um, have you got like a good relationship with all the always proper guys? I know obviously like quite a big part of the roster uh, is out in like Eastern Europe. But like obviously yeah. the US side and Texas side of things, so like a good relationship there. Yeah, we're all pretty cool with each other. Um, I'm closer with uh, Kill Figure and Doja Main in uh, 1999. 1999 yeah. is from San Antonio too. We link link up every now and then. Um, Kill Figure and um, uh, Doja Main. Uh, I went out to Colorado to see them uh, last year. Yeah, it was actually a year ago today. Yeah, that's amazing. We all linked up and we made a, an album called The Road, or an EP, pretty much. But yeah, we all linked up. We're all pretty cool, man. We talk every day and share each other tips and give each other kids, give each other samples. Yeah, they we all help each other grow, which is like really cool, man. That's what I love about this community. Like everybody wants to see each other grow, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, your your album with 1999, sick, man. Oh, that's thanks, like... bro. Appreciate that. I say, I, I, we, I think... we cooked that one up at the park. <laughs> For real? Yeah, we that's made like insane. half of those songs just chilling at the park. No way. <laughs> oh, that's amazing, man. Yeah, I, I always think because I, I should just grab my laptop and go and produce outdoors because sometimes when I'm sat inside, I just get up. Um, I use Ableton, but I just get it up and it's just such a blank. My head just goes so blank. Yeah, man, I love to be, I like to at least start a song outside every now and then because it's like, you know, everything's moving and sunshine, like it's just a beautiful yeah, yeah. atmosphere to be in, you know? I suppose the weather's like always super nice over that way, isn't it? Uh, yeah, summer gets really hot though. It's about, it gets to like 110 Fahrenheit sometimes, yeah. it gets real hot, but. What's it now? What what like season is it right now? A spring. So it's okay. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's about the same here. We've literally just had like the worst, the worst weather ever, but it's like real turned around now. Super nice. Yeah. But like, what sort of um, what sort of things are you into like musically outside of funk? 
Side of funk, dude. I listen honestly anything, man. You can clown on me. I like like old country. I like house music a lot. Yeah, I'm well into house, man. Yeah, country's country's a big thing in in like the states, isn't it? Yeah, especially like in Texas and the South. It's it's. I don't like all of it. I just really like the old stuff. But um, I like uh black metal. There's a lot. Not a lot I don't never meet a lot of people listen to black metal. Yeah, I started off listening to metal when I was younger. Things like like Slipknot and that, like yeah, dude, crazy I stuff. That's one of my first albums. Was the uh, I can't remember the name of the album, but the Slipknot album with like the red cover. Um, oh, this is their like, self-titled one, the original one. Yeah, had like the track "Wait and Bleed" on it. Was it? Oh yeah, that was a good song, man. <laughs> yeah, that man. That shit's dope. I like that shirt. Yeah, bro. I got um. I got three of them now. I got the black one. Um, I literally just got the hoodie through as well. Oh, like, nice, dude. The quality's insane, man. Yeah, dude, it lasts a while too. Yeah, for sure. So, have you been out to um, you've been out to the the shop? It's in um, was it Austin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I see. Like, Immune's doing some crazy stuff on there. Like, it's. Yeah, he basically, so it's not really so much as a shop anymore as it used to be. He kind of turned into like a, a recording studio basically. So like he's got a whole setup in there uh, with a microphone and he's got the TV and a couch. So like a little lounge area. Yeah. So he's, he's like, I think he's charging sessions to record people. And that's where he records Soldier. Uh, I don't know if you know, heard Soldier CEO. Yeah, because he's, um, he's like a relative of him, isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a cousin. Okay. Yeah, I've I've not. He dropped an album last night, right? Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think it was an album or a track. I can't remember. Uh, I haven't got a chance to like meet him in person yet, but I'm meaning to. He's been he's been going out to Austin to record with the Moon and stuff. I just haven't maybe been able to make time to go out. But yeah, man. So you got any you got any projects coming up? Like any another tape or anything? Um, right now I I'm not working on any tapes personally, which I probably should soon. <laughs> but uh, me and Doja Main and uh, Killfigure are working on Road Two. Yeah, next, I, so. I only recently heard um, your collab that Sip and Tuss, but that that shit is so fucking. Oh hard, yeah, with bro. Cassie B and yeah. yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. That's an older track I forgot about, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think the first uh, the first tape of yours that I heard was the Loud Talk one. Yeah. Uh, that your track True, I think I've I've mentioned it to you a couple times. That that song's amazing. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate, dude. When I was making that, man, I was like, dang. <laughs> Even yeah. making it, with you, I was like, yeah. What sort of like, um, what sort of things like influence your sound? Would you say, like, maybe like sample wise or. I don't know. Like, I usually don't go to, go uh, look for anything in specific. I kind of mm. just keep listening until I find something I like. But some reason, there's something about like more atmospheric soul, like groovy samples, really like bring me in. Um, I find myself working on having more ideas and working on tracks uh, with more soulful samples or like with the slower BPM. That's I feel like that's where I'm best at. Sometimes I'll make like fast, hard tracks, but for some reason those slow soul samples really draw me in and that's where I make the best songs. Yeah, I'd say you've definitely got like the the soulful with like the the sort of like low rider sound sort of dialogue. Yeah, that's why I made something like cruising music. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, 
So when, when did you start producing? 2016, 2016, I was in high school. I was 16. Um, I started out by making like, you know, Bones from Team Sesh? Nah, I don't know. He's a, he's a rapper. Uh, you know, like Xavier Wolf in them? Oh yeah, yeah. We came up with them. I was making more, it wasn't trap beats. It was kind of like, you ever heard of like um, Drew the Architect or Drip 133? Like really chill beats, like using like the sound of a pen tapping the table for a snare. Like, you know what I mean? Just like real ambient kind of beats. And then yeah, yeah. with DJ smoking, I'm like, dude, what is this? Like, this is <laughs> so I used to try to make beats that sound like smoky. And then I just, dude, I just never stopped. I kept doing it. Um, there's like three or four tapes I made in high school that I had deleted. I have them somewhere, but yeah, I just been consistent since then. Yeah, man. And you're on, you use FL, right? Yeah, I use FL Studio. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, man. What What do you think about um, Smokey? Because like, obviously Smokey's announced that he's quitting funk. What do you think yeah, about that? Yeah, dude. Ah, it's like, I was like, that was hard to take in, bro. Because I was like, man, that's yeah. just stuff. And, Guy um, must have been doing it for like maybe maybe over a decade now, if if not a bit longer. Yeah, since like what 2011, I think. 2011. I actually I got onto DJ Smokey really late. Um, mm -hmm. It's like to me, it's, it's like Sudier and and like him guys like yeah. that that I heard first. And I remember listening. I wasn't actually a huge fan of some of Smokey's earlier stuff. And then mm -hmm. it's one of them. You know when you hear it and then you go like you test out everything else and you go back to it and you're like you like it you're a like, lot more this is the roots yeah yeah yeah, yeah it grows um, on you <clears throat> yeah it's yeah. real cool man uh i think he's gonna be making drum and bass now he said yeah it's uh i know he's done his last few have been like sort of slower drum and bass maybe like breakbeat but um yeah he's still got that that like signature smoky sound on it yeah, which is so, cool. It's not completely different. Yeah, that's it. I feel like if I if I do a mix, I can easily integrate all the new smoky sounds in it. Just like work the tempo up a bit higher. Yeah, definitely. As I say, it's a lot of um, sort of like jungle, jungle funk sounds already out there. So I think it integrates yeah. really well. I understand his perspective though, because like sometimes I get tired of making like just beats, you know what I mean? Like I, mm. I have a few house tracks, which I've been meaning to work on some more, but I'm like, man, sometimes I just want to work on some house music or something. And yeah, I didn't even realize that you, um, you had, you've got like a few house singles out already. I, I only heard them uh, in the last couple of weeks, but yeah, you make yeah. some really nice like lo-fi house as well. Yeah, thank you, bro. I appreciate that. I don't really produce much anymore. I just, like I say, I hit a bit of a brick wall with it. So I was like, I've got to, I've got to find something else to like carry on the musical side of stuff with, you know? Yeah, this is awesome, man. What you're doing, it's like doing a lot for the community too, man. Yeah, I was just trying to get it off the ground in the UK, you know, just, um, I say, I feel like it could integrate into clubs so well, but it's, yeah. um, it's just hard to, to push uh, a sound like a new a new genre especially when it's got a name like funk because people hear you say that and they're like what the fuck did you just yeah. say do you know what i mean it's got quite a unique name yeah and people they kind of like huh whenever uh yeah. you mention that it's cool though man You're, the community's growing and mm. uh 
you're you're like the the first to do this, right? One of the first. So. Uh yeah, there's a guy out in um, Finland that's been doing it a while, but uh, yeah, his his shows his show is cool, but he does it. He doesn't do it in English, so it's obviously a bit. Oh, um, I think he just covers that. Do you know what I mean? That sort of area. But um, yeah, what's it like over there for? If you is funk like in clubs a lot, or is it is it still like something that's? No, uh, it's still pretty pretty much something that's low key. Um, we don't really. There's not honestly too many producers out here that I know. It's just a lot of rappers that'll rap on the beats and stuff. Um, whenever there, there'll be like underground artists that come into town, um, like Black Smurf or like I don't know Jeffrey and stuff like that. No, we'll have rappers that rap on the beats, but it's not popping as much as it is in like Russia. You know what I mean? Russia, yeah, they have like clubs, you know, which is freaking crazy. But it's it's crazy how the they goal. took. We're trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, it's mad how they took something. Um, because usually I feel like sort of like that sort of area of the world, they uh, they either do sort of like their own thing. They don't really take much influence from like UK or US stuff. Yeah, but they, they took something and they thing. just fucking absolutely grabbed hold of it. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like my, half of half of my plays come from Russia. <laughs> yeah, same here, man. Yeah. It's um, it's straight like. What's that? Sorry. I said a lot of supportive people out there. Yeah, definitely. It's strange with this like drift funk thing though, how it's been span because some of it I, I I'm not a massive fan of it myself. Obviously, it's 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 great because it's getting like a lot of um, a lot of attention on the genre, but it's it's almost highlighting it as something that it's it's absolutely not. Like yeah. so, it, like some of the house stuff, it's, totally. it's it's just it's house, isn't it? It's not. I don't know. It doesn't really have aside it's the vocal loops in it they're chucking like funk vocal loops on like all this other crazy shit basically yeah and they're kind of butchering it <laughs> yeah it's a bit it was real cool at first but then like i i met someone the other day and they're like oh what kind of beats do you make i was like funk and they're like oh really yeah. i'm a car guy and so i was oh, like oh damn funky listens to <laughs> oh shit yeah because this is almost what like as as like part of the funk community, that's exactly what we're worried about, isn't it? Is people yeah. thinking it's something completely different? Fucking TikTok, man. <laughs> oh, bro, don't get me started. Like TikTok yeah. culture is just—it's mad. I was sat with—I was sat with someone the other day, and they were scrolling through TikTok, and I was just—I was trying to chill, and I was just like, "Yo, can you can you get off of that? Like, yeah. it's just so like so abrasive to be bad, around." Bad for us, man. It's yeah, for real. It's but, making our attention spans. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing. I feel like because that that subgenre, I I'd prefer to call it like drift funk. Mm. But I feel like because it's come from something like TikTok, where the attention span is short, it will come and it will go quite quickly. Mm. Yeah, that's it's like a trend. Because mm. I was worried that um, you remember what happened to sort of like dubstep, like early mm. dubstep. It started like gravitating and then. It just got blown into this crazy thing like the sort of skrillex sound yeah and then like just it just got rinsed and then suddenly yeah. everyone was like no nah, we don't want to do that i was super worried i was like nah this is what this is what's gonna happen to punk yeah dude have you seen that yokai video um yeah it's really good man i was I just like... about to mention that yeah that's insane the that's... idea of like a curated playlist made from the community would be so sick of like actual funk yeah 
I wonder if um, if Spotify's actually made any sort of response to that yet because the Yoke video's got um, it's like over a million views now. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't it's know. a million. I remember sharing it, and it was on like it so was on like somebody from Spotify had to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Everyone's been tagging like Spotify Russia and stuff like that, but oh. I feel like they may just see it and just be like, "Oh, we don't, we don't care." Like, yeah, your, your stuff's wow. not getting the um, like the stats that the the drift funk is. But then, um, do you mean like Young Vamp's been getting crazy stats for years? Yeah. Yeah, who's um who's some of your like favorite funk artists I, yeah i asked like people outside of funk but yeah who's your favorite like funk artists uh definitely Smokey. um mm. even him beats before I became friends with him dude i was listening to him a lot yeah um, so the air a lot of the, just the og guys cisco um I've not heard a lot of Cisco, you know. Yeah, I've yeah, like I say, I've not heard a lot of um, Cisco. I know he was on the uh, he had a track on the only two left alive tape. Yeah. Um, you, should, um, you should check out the old. It's called Land of the Funk. Yeah. It's DJ Smokey and Cisco. It's a lot of the OGs all on one tape together. It's really sick, man. Yeah, I was thinking about grabbing um, DJ Smokey's discography on Bandcamp just going like right back through it is so, like when you buy um a discography of someone you've not heard a lot of and then just like dj it like dj the random tracks you can really like oh, get yeah, way yeah. deeper because do you, you dj right yeah a little bit i'm not too good but i know basic stuff yeah i'll be doing it in my free time or playing little shows yeah mm-hmm. yeah man how many how many shows have you played i don't know man probably close Probably close to like 15 in total. Okay. Um, yeah, I started out just um, in high school. I used to make beats for my, one of my friends. I would rap, his name is Ralph Gangs. Mm. And um, it was crazy before Suicide Boys blew up, they actually had a show down here um, at this small venue called The Crowbar. We got a chance to open up for them. Oh, damn. Sick, man. Yeah, it was like sold out. It was like 250 people there. It was pretty awesome, man. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, for like, because most smaller venues are, that is about the capacity in it. You got like 250 to 500 people. Yeah, like a little warehouse type thing. Yeah, and like, what's the what's the sort of reaction you get from the crowd from from playing like funk tracks? Oh, uh, at the time, uh, because like Suicide Boys kind of rapped on funk tracks basically, mm. or Memphis style tracks. Uh, a lot of people were really digging my beats. They would come up to me after the show and be like, hey man, these beats are sick, this and that. And like, I, I met a lot of people who still support me today and follow me and show love to my newer music. And I met a lot of cool people at shows down here, which is uh, really awesome. Yeah, I bet. Have you got, uh, you got any shows like coming up? Oh, uh, no, man. I had just did a, a DJ to pop up for my friend. Uh, he makes clothes, but I don't have anything planned soon, but I'd like to. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool for Always Proper to get a few events going. I feel like because they've got the, he's got the the following. Like he could surely, easily put on some some events like that. Yeah, man. Do you uh do you speak to Immune much? Like, see. Yeah, we chat every now and then. He's, he's a busy dude, but yeah, um, we update we update each other on things regularly. Um, 
Yeah, I've been meaning to go. I think the last event that me and him did, it was me and him in 1999. It was, um, we'll have like a pop-up shops here for uh, like weed vendors, even though it's not- Oh, weed okay. Weed. We'll have like little low-key, like uh, the dude's called uh, the High Club. They okay. Like channel. They put on these events and they had his DJing one, but it got shut down. <laughs> oh, so it's, um, you say it's not legal there? No, it's not. Oh, is it just in Texas? Because I know in in some like states in the U.S. it's uh it's legal, isn't it? Yeah, like shoot, most of them now it's growing quickly. Like Colorado, like other surrounding states of Texas is pretty much legal. Texas is they. I feel like it's gonna be the last one to be legalized just because yeah. we're right by the border of Mexico and um, San Antonio was like a drug hub. So like oh, really? everybody that comes from Mexico that smuggles drugs, like San Antonio is like a big drug city. So yeah. Texas is a big smuggling drug state just because it's right from <laughs> right next to the ne next country. So I feel like we'll be the last ones to get it legalized, but oh, it'll okay. happen. I think it's only legal for um, uh, cancer patients. That's it. Okay. Do you yeah. smoke it yourself? Yeah, I do. Too much. Oh, my, my, <laughs> nice, man. Yeah, I, I used to smoke it, but... um. Man, our, our weed over here is surprisingly strong. Like, oh really? But I think it's more because it's like it's tampered with. Like they use all these crazy chemicals to get it to grow quick and like uh, grow really big. The weather too? Or no? Well, it's it's got to be grown under um, like indoors over here. It's way too cold. Mm. Um, so yeah, they all grow it in these tents, and then they put all these crazy chemicals in it, so the buds are huge and all this shit. Um, um, like how but, they do with the chickens. Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> but um, what was it like? Um, what was it like with COVID over there? Was it? Ah, it was, it was rough at first, man. Um, it kind of jacked everything up with shows and stuff, you know. Yeah. For a while, and it still hasn't even been the same. Dude, I remember there's this one show I played. This dude booked me downtown, and nobody could stand. Everybody has to sit at a oh, table. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, man, is this a freaking coffee? Like, is this a cafe, man? Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is lame, and so I, I, I stopped booking with that guy, and um, I haven't gotten a chance to go out and find someone else to do shows with. But I don't know, man. It just hasn't been the same. I still haven't even gone to the movies or the cinema. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you had any like interest? For playing shows abroad at all oh yeah dude that would be awesome yeah but i just it just depends if i can ever get booked you know i'd love yeah. to do another always proper show with like especially with all the texas crew we uh, actually recruited this new uh girl her name is lullaby okay she's a bass producer and she just joined always proper I think yesterday hmm. and she's yeah she's also here so it'd be sick to have like me soldier 1999 and her like link up and have a show in austin or something yeah definitely yeah because I, I remember i was out in i was up in manchester um when i first started speaking to you because i got the the always proper tattoo yeah and then yeah. you responded to that and that's how you said about the the event at the time you said there was that um that pop-up event going and i was like seriously considering like flying out oh yeah well, um, me in 99 yeah dude it's good because i think i shut down by the cops like an hour after we got there <laughs> no way did you see um young vamps playing up here in denver oh i didn't see that 
Nah, it looks amazing. It's like, yeah, Denver. Um, not oh, Denver, yeah, sorry. with back when, huh? Back when, yeah. I um. So how far is Denver from you? Uh, driving is 14 hours. Flying oh, damn. Is, yeah, flying is uh, just an hour and a half. So whenever I went, I went to uh, Boulder, which is right outside of Denver last year, about yeah. an hour and a half flight. And it's beautiful up there, man. It's such a, it's such a different environment, bro. Like you can see the mountains, the weather is beautiful. And Texas is just this flat land and it's pretty hot, but it was cool being in a whole different state and uh, with a whole bunch of different people. It was really cool, man. Yeah, but that's like um, 14 hours, that's like, the whole length of the UK, like it, you could drive from the bottom to the top. That's and that's crazy. Yeah, man. Texas is so big. Like I don't think a lot of people from that don't live in Texas they don't realize how big it is. Like uh, Houston, Houston, it's like Houston, Austin, San Antonio, and Dallas. We're all mm. real far from each other. Dallas is about three, four hours away. Houston's about four hours away. And like so, one side of Texas, the other side of Texas is like. 12 hours 13 hours damn yeah um they do a tray flip is awesome too man i just i just became friends with him he's cool yeah damn yeah you guys should definitely work on a collab like say it's i think it's sick to have like different different styles of funk collab because i think tray flip's got like a very um futuristic sort of sound yeah dude i love it man he's like it's gets atmospheric man it's awesome yeah are you in contact with tray flip yeah, dude, I'm in a group chat with like him and um, Apoc Crisis and you know. Oh uh, yeah, I, I only just got onto them. Like I heard a, a Duplex track, that one with um, Open. Yeah. I've forgotten the name of the title, but yeah, I heard that and I just yeah, had it yeah. on repeat. But she's awesome, man. Like we need we need more artists like doing that sort of thing. Yeah, man. I've been we're I've been meaning to send uh, Apoc and Duplex and some beats man they're awesome they're doing a lot to grow the community too having rappers big yeah big. i feel like rappers are sort of like the key to to elevating a genre as well dude yeah definitely for a lot of people like i think a, a huge percentage of the people that listen to funk are producers mm -hmm. so it takes like it takes the rappers to bring it to the the, the non-producer yeah but yeah, that's... Like, back then it used to really be like Doom Shock and like uh, Freddie Dredd, and that was pretty much it. But now there's like a lot of rappers, which is cool. Uh, Adam the Shinobi, he's also from San Antonio. He just joined all his property. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh man, you have to link me. I'm, I'm still like uh, not very familiar with the rap inside of things. Yeah, I've man. always been super oh. beat orientated. But um, yeah, bro, thank you for... Um, being a part of the show and uh dude, yeah thank you for having me on the show dude it means a lot dude for real this is the funk show with teddy color I know what time it is. Gonna break y'all some proper like this. Biatch.
some proper like this beyond
Nothing else. Nothing bothers us. Not smoke every day. Bouncing balls.
This is the Funk Shine with Teddy Colour. 